1: This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's only and longest-running real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif, and Happy New Year.
2: Good morning, Tina. Happy New Year to you as well.
1: Now, every year at this time, we go across the country with a check on the markets beginning in Victoria, Asif.
2: Yeah, we certainly have a busy show this week and next week, Tina, as we go across the country. Joining us first and kicking it off is Tony Joe from Remax Island Properties. Tony, welcome back. Hey, okay, great being here, Tony. I know uh, you know, you guys have had a lot of snow over the holidays, <laughs> and uh, uh, how how's the market? Is that uh, pretty much cooled down the market, or uh, you know how how was twenty twenty one, and how are things going right now?
3: Well, the snow hasn't slowed the market down. The market is busy in and of itself. We ended up with the second highest number of sales in Greater Victoria on record, beat only by 2016. Um, and it, it just demonstrates the fact that the demand is there. We're still getting a lot of migration from other parts of the country. People that have, uh, have finally decided to come to Vancouver Island. The issue that we have, which is the same, I'm sure, with uh, all the other regions in the country is we've got no inventory and never once in 2021 did we exceed 1,400 listings. Now, Victoria is a small town and normally we would have 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 listings. So uh, we are at a a very, very low inventory uh, level. Our prices as a result with supply and demand were up. Uh, anywhere between 24 to 27%, depending on uh, even 30% certain parts of uh, Victoria here. So uh, things are rocking.
1: So what was the average price for 2021? And do you think that demand will continue into 22?
3: Mm-hmm. So the average price for a detached single-family home in Greater Victoria ended up at $1.33 million, um, last year. Um, every, it, it, it's been over a million dollars for, um, over a year and a half now, will it continue? Yes. And one of the reasons is again, you know, not only are we busy here with local buyers, but we've got a lot of people from the lower mainland Vancouver area, the GTA,
2: uh, coming over this way as well too. So our little town continues to grow. That's amazing. I mean, 1.33. And, you know, are, when people are coming in, are you seeing a younger crowd coming in? Is it more senior people coming in to retire? I mean, you no. know, it's been known as uh, as a retirement <laughs> capital, but uh, that's changing, isn't it? It has completely
3: changed. Cause you know, the problem now is that we are um, we're priced out of the retirement market. And that's the reason why there's been a lot more growth in the Parksville Qualicum uh, regions the Cowichan Valley, the Comox Valley, all up island. People that are coming into the capital region here, Victoria, they are indeed younger. They're families. Oftentimes, they're people that were originally from here that went and chased their fortunes in Vancouver or Toronto. And they have just decided to come back, uh, combined with a lot of remote working people who remain gainfully employed in Ontario, yet they physically live uh, on the island here. So it's a really interesting thing.
1: Is there a type of property that is more popular than another?
3: Well, it's more about segments. So for us, it's it's a price point. Basically, anything in the eight hundred to one point three million range, especially things that are close to the university, they are they are white hot. They're flying off the shelves. Uh, our condo market actually has been very busy as well too, because of course that's the way that people are uh, not only getting into the market, but there's been a lot of push for investment property, especially for those parents that were not able to find housing for their uh, kids going into university. So there's been a lot of that.
2: And Tony getting a crystal ball out for uh, 2022, what do you see happening this year?
3: It'll be much of the same. We are, you know, unless there are dramatic changes and by dramatic, I mean, if we had 3000 listings hit our market tomorrow, The market might change, but that's not going to happen. So I think we're going to see very much of the same for the rest of uh, 2022. We know that the Bank of Canada has talked about increasing rates, which will happen at some point, but it can't be drastic because I think that would be bad for the economy. Uh, I I think 2022 is going to be very much a replay of 2021 with multiple offers, bidding wars, low inventory, high demand. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it's going to just continue.
2: Awesome. You know, we're uh, probably going to hear that uh, over and over again as we move across the country. We're off to Vancouver next. But Tony, if people want more information about Victoria and the market there, how do they get a hold of you? Well, they can find us at uh, the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca, primeteam.ca. Awesome. Thanks so much and uh, looking forward to having you on uh, soon. Thanks.
1: Well, as Asif mentioned, we leave Victoria and head into Vancouver next. Asif.
2: Yeah, we have got Robbie Joel from Vancouver joining us and Robbie is with REMAX 2000 in Surrey, BC. Robbie, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Robbie, I, I know your market's been red hot as well through 2021. Tell us a little bit about what happened last year and, you know, how did it uh, meet your expectations for 2021? Oh boy. Uh, what can I say? It's been crazy. I think record breaking like, uh, many
4: other markets and, uh, we just got our stats report a couple minutes right before you called me and I, I was just blown away by the numbers. Uh, our board reported, uh, I'm in the Fraser Valley board, which is just, you know, 20 minutes out of Vancouver uh, to the east. And we, uh, we posted a hundred year record for, uh, the, the highest increase in sales, uh, and price. Uh, and uh, our sales to listing ratio for, for the last month that just passed in December um, smashed previous records. We, we were at a 92% ratio of listings to sales. There's just nothing on the market in, in the last month. And uh, it seems like there was a lot of sales. So uh, they're literally off the charts. And uh, actually, I if you and I are on social media, you can, you'll see the post I just put up a couple of minutes ago. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: And you said you you broke a 100-year record. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the specific stats?
4: Great question. You know, I don't know the exact numbers. I didn't even get a chance to absorb them. You know, I I was just reading them. And, uh, I I mean, it was no secret that our prices were were sky high. And we were, our prices kept increasing month over month throughout the year. We, We had a bit of a pause in the early summer months. And then all of a sudden, by July, it just started roaring again and, uh, I would say just even in the second half of the year is about a 25% bump, and feels like about a 50% increase just from
2: 2020 to 2021. Uh, it's, it's been unreal. So now, Robbie, how do you uh, how do you compare 2020 to 2021 in terms of uh, units sold? What type of properties are selling? Uh, are you seeing more in the condo uh, aspect, or is it more detached home? Who's who's buying these properties? It, it seems like there, there's no cold spot in the market
4: in the last year and a half to two years. The, the condo, the condo market's on fire. We don't have enough builders with inventory. So uh, all the pre-sales are, are in high demand. Uh, all the townhomes are selling lightning fast because they're affordable. Uh, and then detached was, was red hot at the beginning of the pandemic because people wanted to get out of their townhouses and get into something with a yard, you know, and uh, uh, I think that happened across the country where, where people are looking for a bit more space. Um, but now there's, it, it, it's like all all three categories are, are red hot. You know, uh, of course, detached is leading the way, but uh, townhomes and condos aren't far behind.
1: Now, Asif has talked about on this show how so many people were leaving Toronto in the GTA and going to further out because it was much more affordable. You get more bang for your buck. Was the same thing happening mm-hmm. there in Vancouver where they were leaving the market?
4: Yeah, I think I think the work from home uh, allowed people from from the core of downtown Vancouver, where it's super expensive, to come out to the Fraser Valley. So Fraser Valley, where I am, took off first, and uh, and a lot of our buyers were local buyers moving around, coming out of uh, more expensive markets like Burnaby, Vancouver, Tri Cities, and just jumping over the river, which we're about like about thirty minutes out of Vancouver. So uh, you know, we didn't have any foreign investors coming in. It was all these are local buyers. Uh, you know, with deeper pockets than than our you know our hyper local buyers.
2: Hey, Robbie, let's get your crystal ball out. And uh, what are you predicting for 2022? Is it going to be much more of uh, what happened in 2021? What do you see happening? Uh, my personal feeling is, I, I mean, might I might be pegged as a pessimist a little bit here because I know the, the the big
4: the big boys are all saying that the the market's going to boom I don't know, like an under 10 or something percent. But I, I personally think uh, that's going to taper off by summer. And and the reason I feel that way is that that um, by summer, I'm hoping this whole pandemic will be behind us. People are going to start traveling again. Uh, We should have at least two rate hikes by then. They're predicting three rate hikes this year. Uh, So I think with higher interest rates and all the speculators that are waiting to cash out, you know, greedy sellers won't want to get the highest money they can, so they're waiting until the market starts to to teeter off. And I I feel like the latecomers will come on by by summer, and we should see a a balancing in the, the supply listings, you know, sales to listings, Uh, ratio should balance out by summer and in previous hot markets like 2016 and, and even this year last year we there was always that bit of a summer lull where you know people just checked out and started traveling Uh, And enjoying the weather, so I I got a feeling that um, we're we're going to balance out by summer and things will cool off. But I don't I don't know. Again, you know, you you mentioned crystal ball. We're all rubbing the crystal ball, so
2: (laughs) I have no idea, man. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie, if uh, if people want more information about properties in Vancouver, how can they get a hold of you? Six
4: zero four eight two five three zero seven nine or 3079 dot com. I'm just like I said, just thirty minutes out of Vancouver. We're just in Surrey, B.C. and Langley. And uh, we kind of cover the, the region in the Fraser Valley here.
2: Hey, thanks so much for joining us and for uh, your update on Vancouver, BC. Thanks for having me. Enjoy your day. Happy New Year.
1: Our next stop takes us to Edmonton, Asif.
2: And joining us from Edmonton, Alberta, is Paul Blay from Remax Elite. Paul, welcome back.
3: Thank you, sir. Good to be back.
2: And and Pauline, I, you know, you were so uh, great to do this with us last year, and we're checking back in. How was 2021 in Edmonton?
3: Very busy. Um, we had a very busy year. <clears throat> it's uh, very promising for 2022. We had a very strong spring um, and summer months, uh, and then it did take a, a little bit of a slowdown in, in the fall Um, but overall, we're very, very excited uh, about 2021 and also about 2022, what we're seeing. One of the biggest numbers that we saw in terms of sales to new listing ratio, I mean, that was a huge jump for us from uh, 62% in 2020, uh, that is sales to new listings, uh, and it went up to 74% in 2021. So um, that's a great indicator of what what the market is doing in Edmonton.
1: And Paul, the issue seemed to be in so many markets was lack of inventory. Was that the case in Edmonton as well?
3: Uh, for about three months, three four months, and then inventory really started to pick up in the in the early fall. So September, October, November, we saw really healthy inventory, uh, and then we started seeing a decline in you know end of November, December, and now we're we're slim pickings right now in Edmonton in January. It's not uncommon. But, um, but it is, we're seeing uh, a few more multiple offers uh, in, a, in the, the first three, uh, three, three days of this week. Uh, we're seeing a lot of activity.
2: And I remember at the beginning of last year, there was, there was optimism, but it was almost like reserved optimism just because of the volatility of the real estate market in Alberta. And people were saying, yeah, maybe busy, but you know, again, it's Alberta. Did, did it surprise you, uh, the strength of the 2021 market? It did.
3: It did surprise us. I'm not going to lie to you. It it caught us off guard. um, And I think a lot of us were really, really um, quite busy. And uh, like I said before, caught off guard for the first few months uh, from, you know, basically February to end of the summer. uh, It was probably our busiest year or, or six months that we have. We haven't seen that since 2007. So obviously it was very consistent with the rest of Canada. Um, but one of the things that did, uh, we took a little bit of a dip in the fall and in terms of inventory increasing and prices dropped a little bit, but we're still pretty healthy.
1: And was there a type of property, whether it was a condo or detached, that was, you know, the hot seller in your market?
3: Uh, our market really, it was single family homes and duplex row houses, uh, that were really popular. Um, condominiums are still lagging Uh, we still have way too much inventory in terms of condos in our marketplace so single family homes in more central edmonton is it was extremely popular and uh, we saw some healthy increases in that market
2: and paul i'm going to ask you to get your crystal ball out for 2022 but before we do that For our listeners, this gets me all the time. Your average price for a condo are, I mean, some of the new builders here are selling parking spots for new condos for $90,000. Tell our listeners what the average price of a condo is in Edmonton. Average price is, I'm looking at it right now, is
3: $226,000. Yeah, so very, very, very affordable here in Edmonton. And what's interesting about that is our, lease rates are starting to go up. So when you look at, you know, buying a condo here in Edmonton, uh, it's certainly cash flows. And, uh, and we're starting to see uh, migration back into Alberta, which is going to, again, it's going to, you know, push our market to, to be very um, active in
2: 2022. We're looking forward to getting an update from you uh, midway through the year. But if our listeners want to connect and talk to you more about uh, properties in Edmonton, how do you do that?
3: Yes, they can email me at paul at paulblay, that's B-L-A-I-S dot C-A, or my cell number is
2: 780-951-5222. Thanks so much for joining us and uh, giving us the update on uh, Edmonton. Always my pleasure. Take care, you guys. Thanks, Paul.
1: And now, over to the prairies, Asif. Tina, okay, we're going to check
2: in with Cam Bird from REMAX Saskatoon. And Cam is the coolest guy in Canada this week, mainly because it's minus 45. But Cam, welcome.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that, that does include the wind chill, so just so
2: you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, uh, but the real estate market was certainly hot. Tell us a little bit about 2021.
5: Well, actually, it was... Uh it was a crazy busy, uh, year for us as it was, I'm sure pretty much across the country, but yeah, it was our strongest year in, in years, actually. Um, I don't know when the last time we've had that many, but, uh, we had 2021, 20, we had 3,602, uh, sales of houses and another 1,542, uh, condos that have sold. So, which is up obviously from 2020, even though 2020 was still very good too. But so, yeah, things are happening for sure.
1: Well, that is good news. And what is the average price uh, there where you are?
5: Slightly different than downtown GTA area of Toronto. <laughs> it's, uh, we're only hovering around that 375 mark. Uh, so it's very affordable living. If you can tolerate 50 below weather, 45 below weather, it's a great place to be.
2: Well, Tina and I were talking offline, Cam, about people moving over from the GTA into different parts of Canada. And have you seen a lot of migration from Torontonians, uh, you know, cashing out here and uh, settling down, uh, you know, returning home or anything like that?
5: I just had a possession earlier today and that's exactly what that was. was, They didn't come from uh, GTA. They actually... Came out of the Ottawa area, back to Saskatchewan. Um, Yeah, so and with with this COVID and the ability for people to be working from home, uh, they can cash out out of a very much more expensive home there, live in a much bigger home here for far less, and uh, still continue their business online at home. uh, We've seen quite a bit of that, actually, surprisingly. So, yeah.
1: And Cam, we've asked some of our other guests today about, you know, the lack of inventory in their markets. What's it like there in Saskatoon?
5: Well, uh, to kind of give you an idea from my own personal standpoint, I there's times I'll have 40, 45 listings, and I'm right now only carrying about six uh, at this very moment. So, yeah, our, and that's not just me. I mean, industry-wide across the city, of uh, Saskatoon, our inventory levels are down. We're running into uh, multiple offers. Um, even in the month of December, we were having multiple offers. So, just trying to find some inventory. People looking to get on the, you know, that are looking to move, get get the show on the road, sort of thing. And uh, with these temperatures, it's hard to get people to think uh, about moving. But uh, that doesn't mean that they're take moving out of their house in January. But, Yeah, we do have an inventory shortage.
2: Wow! And how do you see that playing out for 2022? Do you see uh, more inventory hitting, uh, you know, somewhere along uh, the horizon, or uh, are there more new builds coming up? How do what do you see playing out for
5: 2022? Yeah, we don't. We're having, uh, you know, the new builds are are going, you know, pretty strong, very good, um, but we're definitely going to be short of inventory as this the year opens up um it just yeah and you know we're just hoping that um uh you know it's great that it means people are buying uh the economy is starting to grow we're a very very energy rich province uh resource rich but um there's certainly uh, a need to to get more homes on the market to fulfill the obligation or, you know people looking to buy
2: Cam, if people want more information about Saskatoon and what they can buy there, how can they reach you?
5: Well, they can reach me on my cell phone, call or text me at 306-221-0654, or they can visit our website at sellingsaskatoon.com. Awesome. We'd love to
2: check in with you halfway through the year and get an update as 2022
5: is going. Thanks so much for joining us. All right. Thanks for your time. Take care. Have a great day.
1: After the break, our national check on the markets continues. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Over to Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties with the rest of our national check on the market. Asif.
2: And Tina, we're heading to Winnipeg and we've got Michael Schween from Remax Executives. Michael, welcome to the show. Nice to be here. Michael, 2021 seems to be hot right across Western Canada. Tell us a little bit about how Winnipeg and Manitoba fared last year.
6: Well, to be honest, it's probably one of the craziest years we've had here in Winnipeg. Uh, The inventory is so low, and the multiple offer situation is strong. In fact, even this morning, I wrote an offer with a client here in Winnipeg, and there's already 16 offers on it that's being presented this evening. Wow.
1: So, Michael, that seems to be a common theme on this show today, lack of inventory, multiple offers. So what is that average price like there where you are?
6: The average price here in Winnipeg for a detached, say, 1,100-square-foot bungalow would be 394000
2: Wow. And, uh, and how does that, uh, like, is that what you're selling the most of? Is it detached homes, or uh, do you guys have a lot of condos that are selling? What, what seems to be the go to? For, well,
6: for sure, the go yeah the go to for sure would be the detached. Uh, our condo market is uh, starting to pick up, uh, but it's not like say out east and uh, out west. But uh, right now, the average price here is still affordable compared to most parts of the country.
1: And are folks leaving you know the city center as they are here in the GTA?
6: Yeah, I would say our our suburbs are definitely the hottest markets uh, for sure. Uh, but, would uh, like to give you an idea, like, uh, our inventory is just so low right now that as soon as the house is on the market, we do an offer date for the showings to start as well. And, uh, usually it's a four to five day period. That's it.
2: And Michael, taking a look at, uh, what's going to happen in 2022, do you think the, the heat of the market will continue or will it start to cool off? Like the one if it gets, <laughs>
5: um,
2: I, I think the Winnipeg
6: Jets, I think our, our market will be more like the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who are <laughs> back-to-back champions. But uh, no, in all seriousness, I think just the way the inventory is, it has a long way to go to pick up to the, uh, the sales. So I do expect 2022 to be uh, as robust as 2021, uh, because especially with everybody saying what, uh, what they're going to be doing with interest rates or lack
2: of. So I just don't see uh, a big turnaround in the market. And Michael, just on that, uh, we've seen a lot of and heard a lot about uh, buyers that have been moving over from Ontario into other provinces. Have you seen that? And uh, also, uh, you know, let us know where our listeners can contact you in order to talk about properties in Manitoba as well.
6: Uh, yes, uh, we're getting quite a few people in. In fact, uh, even just last month, I sold four out of town uh, properties uh, that people came from, two came from Ontario, uh, one came from Saskatchewan, and one came from British Columbia. So a lot of them are coming here. Uh, maybe it's because of uh, the price points, but uh, I'd love if people want more information, uh, they can get a hold of me either through email at michael__schween at com, or even on phone at 204 294 7629.
2: That's awesome. Awesome info. And uh, we look forward to getting you on for an update halfway through the year.
6: Well, I look forward to it. And I look forward to when the Winnipeg Jets play the Toronto Maple Leafs, hopefully in the the Stanley Cup.
2: (laughs) Yeah, let's hope for that.
1: (laughs) Well, Asif, we will continue with our cross-country checkup next week. But what can you tell us about the markets here in Toronto, the GTA, right here in York Region?
2: Well, you know what? 21 was just a phenomenal year. Even with our inventory challenges, Tina, think about this. We broke 120,000 sales for 2021. And that's unheard of. Our, our biggest year prior to that was 2016. And we thought we would never approach numbers like that again. So to be able to have 2021 jump out as the busiest year in Toronto Real Estate Board history is, you know, I mean, it shows that we did have inventory, doesn't it? Hmm. <laughs> we did 120,000 in sales and and the average price just continued to climb. And again, that's a product of having low inventory, but for the year to break a million dollars as the average price in Toronto It's scary. And at the same time, what a great place to put your money in real estate in Toronto.
1: And I'm going to turn the tables on you now and ask you to take out your crystal ball. What do you see in terms of the market here in York Region for 2022?
2: York Region is going to continue to be on fire. And we're letting in about 411,000 immigrants this year, if, uh, if the number was correct that I saw. And one third of them end up moving to the GTA and and most of them end up in the region. And that is, you know, that's because of our schooling, because we have larger homes, larger lots. Uh, So we're going to start to see some more pressure on inventory and and more pressure on inventory is going to mean more upward pressure on price. So the average price point in the region, which which covers, you know, just around the 1.2, 1.3 markets going to continue to climb. So unless we get a lot more new builds coming in, uh, you know, we're starting to see more construction in Markham and Vaughan. We're going to need to see a lot of housing starts in the region this year to keep up with the demand. And if we don't have those starts, if, if we don't have more inventory hitting the market, look for, you know, 15 or 20 offers on a home is, is not going to be unusual. It, it was pretty much the norm last year. It's going to continue through 2022. The market's going to continue to be hot. Uh, again, my my prediction for York Region to be up about 10% in terms of average price point, it's just that. It's a very conservative number. We could start to see that hitting 20%, 22%, uh, unless we get more inventory.
1: As a reminder, we will go from Montreal to St. John's next week. But when we come back, your real estate questions. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions, and we kick off the new year with the first round of questions for you, Asif. This one comes to us from Markham, where Ali wants to know, with the province now back in step two, should I wait for March or April to list my condo? Great question, Ali, and
2: the thing is, we've learned so many different ways to market and sell properties virtually, and the probably the easiest property to sell virtually would be a condo. Now, if you think about it, most people purchase condos from plans when they're buying pre-construction. So a condo does not have the roof, the basement, things like that to check out when you're purchasing a home. So it is easy to sell virtually. And what you want to do is you want to time it for when there's less inventory on the market. You don't want to go in when in March or April, when all of your neighbors are selling, you want to hit it when inventories are low. So this could be a great time to get your condo up and get a lot of attention to it.
1: Okay, our next question comes from Joe in Richmond Hill. He wants to know if you suspect that lack of inventory will be an issue once again this year.
2: It sure will, Joe, and there's no relief in sight for inventory. We need a phenomenal amount of housing starts to hit at the same time, and uh, we don't see that happening. So uh, with immigration coming into play now, They're saying over 400,000 people will be coming into the country. Most of them will move to the GTA. We know that inventory is going to play a huge role in price appreciation this year. So, uh, again, no relief in sight for uh, inventory.
1: As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that?
2: They can reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416 Nine eight five five four two six.
1: And thank you to everyone who participated in this week's show. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening.